Hello, it's Nadine here with this week's episode of Life, Health and the Universe. And this week is a mini episode, so I'm here on my own. And I wanted to talk to you today about this question that pops up. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be verbalized for me to hear it from the people I'm working with. And the question is, is this enough? A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the idea of starting at the end. So we have this um, habit, pardon the pun, um, we have this habit or that we, um, you know, we want to make a change and we decide that we're going to go all in. Okay, so we start with the end in mind, but in doing so, we actually start at the end. So we do all of the things that we think we should be doing and we do everything at once. So I talked about that a couple of weeks ago. And today, when I'm talking about answering this question, is this enough? It's kind of a continuation of that because I'm going to share some thoughts on what is enough. And, you know, unpack a couple of things. So you will know by now if you've been listening for a while and you've listened to some of my mini episodes specifically that I am into habits and behavior and designing habits um, starting small. So I am influenced heavily by James Clear Atomic Habits and uh, BJ Fogg who wrote the book Tiny Habits. And I kind of started teaching people about the importance of all of those daily habits that we have, the small things that often go unchecked that can have the biggest impact when it comes to taking care of our health and our bodies. So there are some benefits. There are some benefits to starting small. Um, The first one I'm going to share with you is, of course, that every bid bit adds up. And this is one of the key messages that I um, feel James Clear, um, you know, his book's called Atomic Habits, and he talks about that compounding effect. So this is something that this idea he really supports is that every bit, however small, adds up and compounds, right? Another benefit is that when we start small, we give ourselves the opportunity to explore what's going to work for us. So rather than starting out with this, um, you know, big thing, we try a few little things and we put them in different places and we kind of see if they'll grow. And I'm going to come back to that a little bit in a minute. Um, Obviously, one of the main benefits of uh, habit design is that when we have habits, they start to become automatic. It's something that we do quite naturally. It fits into our routine. We don't have to think about it anymore. And that is one of the things that I absolutely love about it. I'm not going to go any further down the rabbit hole there, which I almost did. (laughs) I'm going to stay on track. So remember, we're talking about the question, is this enough? So When I'm at the start of building habits with my clients and I'm going through this process of talking to people about how to start small, and there are a few different strategies that I have drawn on from um, my influencers, this 
question arises. And as I said, it almost can be unsaid. I can feel it. I can feel the tension when I tell someone that they have to start small. The question is, is this enough? And in asking that, we're kind of saying, starting small, it's not going to be worth it. It's not going to work, okay? We're attracted to and familiar with the outcome, right? So we think about the outcome. What's it going to mean when we do uh, the thing in its entirety? Uh, Let's say, for example, getting fit, okay? So we think, I want to get fit. What are all the things that I need to do? I need to get up earlier. I need to start walking every day. I need to join the gym. I need to... um, do sit-ups when I'm watching telly. Like we think about all of the things that we need to do because we're we're attached to the outcome. The outcome being, I'm going to be fit. Um, and then because we have this idea of all the things we need to do, when we start small and we sort of dial everything right back, we question, surely this small thing can't be enough to get me closer to that outcome. So there's a couple of things happening when this arises, uh, or that can happen when this arises. Um, So when we do start small, as I said before, we give ourselves the chance or the opportunity to explore, okay? So rather than going all in and then potentially being all out, when we start small, we can start to have a look at is this going to fit into my schedule right now? What's working? What's not working? We haven't done this massive thing and then potentially stopped this massive thing because it becomes too much. Um, We're giving ourselves the opportunity to try a few different things, see what works, ask those questions, what's working, what's not, what do I like, what don't I like? And we haven't put in this, you know, ton of effort. It's been effortless. Okay, so that's one thing that's happening. One thing that we can potentially avoid when we start small is that idea of I'm not good enough or I'm a failure, it didn't work, it's not for me, okay? They're the sorts of things that can come up when we start too big because we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to um, figure out what's going on. When we start small, what we're doing, we're not starting with the outcome. We're not starting with the whole habit. What we're doing is we're planting a seed. We're putting it in the right spot. And if it is the right spot, then it will naturally start to grow. We'll naturally start to do more. If it's not in the right spot, again, we're giving ourselves the opportunity to revise, reflect without having put in a whole bunch of effort. It's like a seed in a pot. If you water it, If you give it the right amount of sun in the right spot, it's going to grow. If the environment's wrong, it's not going to grow. And habits are exactly the same. Another thing that is really beneficial, as I said earlier, is that every bit does count. So when we do start small, even if we do those small things for most of the time and we don't make it any bigger, we're still keeping a habit alive. And those small habits will compound over time. 
So having said all of that, it's very interesting what can happen in our everyday lives. And I know that as a coach and a teacher um, and for just us humans in general, often what we teach is what we need to learn. And so this interesting thing has been happening to me uh, over the last few weeks. And so I wanted to share that with you um, and also share what happened when I changed my mindset. Okay, so things have been busy um, or full. I prefer to say full. So life's been full. I've had a bit going on just um, with work and scheduling and kids, you know, just normal everyday life stuff, really. And I've had more than one occasion where I haven't wanted to train. The reason being I haven't wanted to train is because I haven't had time to do a full session. And it hasn't seemed worth it, or I've had that kind of, I'll just skip it mentality. So there's the lesson. This is what I teach other people to do, that those small bits to do compound. And this is actually where um, a lot of my experience derived from when I had kids and I didn't have like big pockets of time when I first had the kids and I did have to just take those snippets and that's when I realized that this uh, works. So this is like a relearning for me. So earlier this week what I did was I was like you know what I just need to go in the gym. I've got a pocket of time. It's not as much as I would like but I'm just going to go in and I'm just going to give myself 10 minutes. Okay. So 10 minutes is really only enough to do my warm up, but I thought that's better than nothing. And by doing that, I'm keeping the habit alive. So I went into the gym. I cut down the amount of time that I normally spend warming up. Um, I cut down the amount of time that I normally spend stretching. And then I moved into the body of my training session and I got stuff done and I felt good. And it was quite interesting because this confirmed to me that not only is it important to keep the habit alive by doing the absolute minimum, which was just going into the gym and getting started. But when you give yourself that opportunity to just get started, it can lead to more. Because once you're in there, you're kind of like, well, now I'm here, I might as well just do a little bit more. And once you've done that, well, I might as well just do a little bit more. And now I'm here, I might as well just keep going. But when we think of all of the things that we potentially have to do, and this isn't just about going to the gym, this can be about anything. I'll give you one more brief example in a minute. But we give us when we do, yeah, when we think of the big thing, we can kind of be like, don't have time for that. I'm just going to knock it on the head for today rather than thinking, what's the smallest thing that I could do? Okay. So we give ourselves the opportunity to um, get started when we just keep it super small. And as I said, this isn't just about going to the gym. This can be related to anything that we do. It can be related to a project that you've got happening at work. You know, we can think about all of the things that we've got to do associated with this project. 
But if we just take the first step, what's the first step? If it's, um, uh, for example, you want to start a habit uh, journaling, what's the first step? Just open the book. What's the first step when you want to start reading? Read the first line. Um, These things will naturally grow when we give ourselves the opportunity and decrease the expectation of what we need to do to get it started. Hope that makes sense. Um, It works. If you find yourself at any point saying to yourself, there's no point, it's not worth it, it's not going to be enough, I invite you today to rethink and just try something different and see what happens. I'll see you next time. Bye.